This time last year, I started sending out semi-regular newsletters full of love notes and poetry. They followed my journey of healing. Now I'm being called to reflect on this last year and to go back to my words and to speak life into them, to continue following this path and to continue healing, growing, learning what the universe needs me to learn right now. So here we go. April 24th, 2019. So, the last 10 days have expertly sliced me in half, scooped out my insides, sloshed them around in a blender, poured them back in, and then sewn me up again. I feel so different, but so calm. Home. Is anyone else feeling the crazy cosmic timing of the universe? The constant tug to go deeper? Like the space cadet hippie of your dreams is living in your body more and more. And when you go out in public, you forget what having a normal conversation is meant to look like. And when you do have a conversation, it's kind of like, so why did you come to this event tonight, Zoe? Well, it just came up on my feed and I felt called to attend. Like, the universe is going to teach me something tonight. I just don't know what yet. And then the person you're talking to looks at you like you're batshit and you realise you've forgotten what polite social convention is while simultaneously realising that you don't want to have any polite socially conventional conversations anymore. You only want to go deep and weird and life-changing and poetic and playful and more, more, more than this. Just me? Okay, cool. So last Sunday, I got to meet, hug and listen to one of my life crushes, Angela Gallo. Just like that other event that came up on my feed, I saw a promo for an event she was speaking at and I felt called to it, but I was way too poor to afford tickets. For some reason, which is a common theme to the last 10 days, for some reason, I contacted the organiser of the event an hour before it was meant to start, asking if she needed any help with setting up or registration. She immediately replied yes and sent me a ticket. This day turned into one of the most magical of my life. Called Birth Without Fear, the event space contained around 100 doulas and birth workers and the most immense wild energy like entering a trance of just love the event ended up going about two hours over time and you could tell we were all resisting having to leave this warm marshmallow of a day a warm marshmallow of a day that started with talks about hypnobirthing and became about birthing and rebirthing yourself. These wild women standing in their power, holding space for each other, talking about these huge ideas that didn't seem huge, instead they felt obvious and natural and like we'd all known all this stuff all along. It was an ancient wildfire of remembering this ancestral knowledge and it was fucking profound. My brain was exploding out of my skull and it was all I could do to vomit a string of consciousness onto pages and pages of a Sheraton Hotel branded notebook. 
The next day, I sent that string of consciousness to Angela and she published it on her Instagram to her 57,000 followers. It was core-shaking to have something I wrote shared to such a wide audience. But some of the responses of women talking about their own lives was inexplicable. I have goosebumps just thinking about it. Over the following days, I attended some business events to promo my latest venture, and in the past, when I would have felt too shy to start a conversation with the stranger or just felt weird about self-promoting, I decided to own it. I stepped into the space that January had created and held at the Birth Without Fear event and the space that Angela had created and held for me on her Instagram. I kept accessing this space over the weekend just to see what happened. I did things like adopt a different persona when talking to a group of strangers, just for fun, just to see what happened. And then the universe sent me another piece of my puzzle in the form of Sophie Pham's book, Pain is Potential, and her subsequent event with Brett 66, Recover Like an Artist. I'm not quite there yet with sharing that part of my story, but it's another thing I've been working on this year and I'm proud of myself for it. Then the long weekend, the full moon, 420, the cross into Taurus season the zoo-fest of letting go and creating space and being obliterated in order to make something new. I'm still processing it, and this preamble <laughs> is already kind of long. But if you want to get deep, weird, poetic, playful, anything with me, about anything at all, you know what to do. You can email me zoe at zoewinter.com or you can find me on instagram or anywhere else really that i hang out after all the universe brought us together for a reason this poem is called an angel and your mouth holds the kind of words that make me want to write every single one of them down while you see the deepest parts of me, a paradisical vestibule, a miracle, a life more resilient than cockroaches, my love, my life, my youth, it's all yours. Knees that have always known how to garden, the ravenousness of a wolf, the hunger of bare teeth, fangs, dripping blood, dripping saliva, dripping you. Is my womb lost to the medical, to the pathology that tries but can't explain my magnificence, that tries but can't explain why we howl at the moon, and that tries but can't explain how tides hold us? How can I apologise for being complicit in my silence? How do I apologise for all the ways I've destroyed your life by refusing to hold my own? How do I apologise for all the ways I've avoided these emotions and all the ways I've tried to die? And all these layers I've tried to live in to hide how malnourished my heart has become when it just wants to explode, a wick begging for flame. Who are you, Mama? Who am I? Who are all the stories I've never heard that hold me in claws, this beast caged in my chest that I've kept enclosed, shackled, muzzled for fear of what you say, what Dad will say? 
what husband will say. Mama, how do you allow these contracts that release our land rights passed down by our sacred matriarchal line? I'm cracked open, broken, mind blown. And now it begins the rise of an impending phoenix. But how do I teach her how to fly when all I've known is flames, when all I've known is ashes? How many years will it take for me to remember that all I want is for you to hold me while I grieve? Did you ever, Mama? Did you ever just hold me while I cried? We were smarter, weren't we, when we were young? When there wasn't this war waging between head and heart and gut. When it was full-bodied doing, full-bodied being. When the wisdom of the naive was everything and reading my journal becomes like a letter from the future. That girl, there, she knew. She knew that I'd forget things like to carry around glitter wherever I went and the reasons why everything still hurts. A workshop in frustration, part one. My default reaction to anything big is sadness. When the confrontation is too big, the stimulation too big, the world too big. Sometimes it feels like the well of sadness inside me is infinite. I can go deep in there anytime. When who I am is too big, when the loneliness is too big, when the work is too big, I can easily plunge those depths. When the addiction is too big, when being tossed between the highs and lows of full and empty is too big, when the forgetting is too big, when fear is too big, when surrendering is too big, when love is too big, there isn't a ladder long enough to get to the places that I can go, but I've spent the last few months scuba diving through the murkiness that is my soul, and I know now that because my father's anger was bigger than mine, mine simply had to find a different way out. When his was the motion of hands towards belt buckle, mine were the lashings that poured down my cheeks instead. When his was the bar of soap, mine was the salt water to dilute the burn. Mine was knowing there wasn't enough soap in the world that would make me shiny and clean enough for him, pure enough for him, enough for him. His was knowing he was losing a little girl for a woman, but mine was knowing I was losing a father for a man. And this stockpiling has weighed heavy on my heart for too many years. And while my ancestors might have been burned at the stake for showing her anger, I'm only burning myself from the inside out. And today I feel sad and I feel frustrated and I want to tap in. I want to hear the messages that the clarity of anger wants to show me. I want to know there is a warrior somewhere inside me that beats her chest and snarls in the face of confrontation and will protect me when I need her to instead of letting me drown. So today I am angry 